0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Australian cricketing legend, and uh, I'm sure he might pop into Maccas for a McRib and an El Maco too. They're back at Maccas this summer, and we're speaking about, of
1: course, uh, Ian
0: Healy. Ian, thanks for your time, and Happy New Year.
1: Yeah, thanks very much, Julian. Yeah, I've had a I've had a McRib. I haven't had an El Macca, actually. The McRib was pretty easy to eat,
0: get through, I reckon. Oh, you're still in ripping nick though, Hill, so I'm sure you don't have too much uh, Maccas, do you? <laughs> yeah,
1: love Maccas. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, a bit more moderation than once was the case.
0: Yeah, excellent, excellent. Now, this, it's been a fascinating build-up uh, to this test at the SCG. Just heard Justin Langer speak before, and it sounds like David Warner's not 100% fit, but he's going to play. Is, is that the right decision do you think, given these two test matches are pretty tight in terms of the time between them, and he's such an important person for Australian cricket against all forms, should we be taking a bit of a risk with David Warner for this test match?
1: Uh, probably not, but I trust that the risk must be pretty low level. Um, I trust that the, the, uh, you know our doctors and medicos and strength and conditioners are pretty conservative, um, I, and, and so I've got to trust that they're not really being that risky with Warner. Um, but I'd I wouldn't if it was if it was touch and go I wouldn't be risking him because uh, he's such a power athlete and th- that area of his body the groin or whatever it was an adductor or whatever uh, is is right under strain if he's going to bat for long periods and and he's going to field well and uh, you know with his with his speed and and strength combination he's putting everything under pressure um, and then if that, if you're under pressure physically it's harder to be uh, as confident mentally as you need to be. So he's taking on a lot, but I trust that the risk is not that high.
0: Any concerns for a player like David Warner? Um, He hasn't played a competitive game since November. Is that a concern with someone like David or or these natural talents or great players that they don't need much warm-up cricket to perform at the top level?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, For me, it would be really difficult. You know, the type of player I, I need to get get some game time under my belt and get get the feel for everything again but these players are much more able to uh enter uh into the the top level contest straight away uh, but they do it uh, at every in every franchise they go to whether it be the IPL or come back to the BBL and um they seem to be able to chop and change much better than we once could i marvel at rugby league players for example who might have 8 weeks off and straight back into the NRL um, I, I, I find that quite astonishing. So this is another one that, he, again, he's taking on a lot by coming back into this this really intense fire that is India. Um, it's a great contest, and and he's certainly challenging himself.
0: Speaking about uh, contests, we're speaking to Australian wicketkeeping, great Ian Healy about the third test between Australia and India. It's a fascinating contest right now between Steve Smith and the Indians, their bowlers, their tactics. Right now, it's not really a contest because India have got Steve Smith measured. Do you think they've worked him out? How do you think Steve Smith will go about trying to get back uh, into some form, uh, given the the way he's been dismissed so far in this series?
1: Oh yeah, well he's got to forget about it. You know, I don't think it's a valid way of getting him out. It's just it's just happened a couple of times. It's, he's played the shot down the leg side a little, little loosely, little carelessly um and oh he's went straight to the fielder you know so i think he he can be much better at this plan so I, i'll i i will say he's going to show more caution and and play with much more diligence around that corner um and i think it's a wasted field position or he's got to he's got to make it a wasted field position and not not have the fielder there for long you know just don't don't tangle with that delivery if it's if it's on your hip or if it's uh at your ribs, uh, get out of the way of it, and uh, let the bowlers waste energy. You know, so so yeah, that, that's going to be fascinating because it's it's exactly what you'd do against Bradman. You know, if you're playing against Bradman nowadays, the video and the vision you'd be watching yeah. of how he plays would be incredible, and there'd be very very distinct plans you could deploy and try. So you know, Bradman then would have have the ability and uh, to to overcome them or not. Steve Smith certainly got that ability, but again, it's going to be a a little hair-raising start for him. I bet.
0: How would it have been for him? Do you think? Because we know what Steve Smith's like. He's a bit of a he's a batting nerd. He's a bit of an obsessive compulsive. We see the way he twitches out in the middle, and he he hasn't been sort of uh, had people get the better of him for quite some time. How do you think he's sort of gone about his thought processes and, and his work in the nets to try and get through this?
1: No, I've got no idea. Um, exactly how he'd be doing it. So, but he's just got to get back to absolute basics, real simple thoughts and not too many. Um, and that's, that's what you do. When you bat well, you have maybe a song in your head. You don't, you don't even have to... <laughs> your, your brain is working, but you, you don't even have to mouth the words of watch the ball or move your feet or anything like that. He's got to get back to the absolute basic cues that he used in England last year, for example. Where he blocked everything out and kept it super simple, and that's how you're able to bat for long periods. So if he's worried about leg getting caught down the leg side, he's no chance. So he's just got to watch the ball and play the shot properly, and and keep it that simple. That's how he'll get through.
0: We well, are speaking about David Warner off the top. It appears he's going to play, so that's one of the opening positions sorted. Uh, Will pekoski has been ple- cleared uh, medically to play. What what would you be doing with that other opening spot? Uh, finding a partner for Dave Warner.
1: Yeah, I'd be I'd be uh, trying Will. Yep. Um, but I need, uh, you know, given assurances from medical teams about the concussion, I'd also like to, I, I'd, you know, I again trust that he's had approvals. You know, having dealt with his anxiety over the last two years. That's the that's the first thing. Then the physical um, and physiological um, aspects of concussions. Knowing that he's going to be attacked with short deliveries, and can he take all that on, and still you know bat as well as as he has in Sheffield cricket? So you know if the doctors and then the psychi- psychologists and psychiatrists are happy for him to be exposed to this ultimate pressure in world cricket, I'm happy. So. So, because he's good enough, you know, I don't, I've never heard of anyone, maybe Bradman, but in there, you know, before their age 22, they've made three double hundreds mm. in first class cricket. It's an incredible record. He must be very special. But again, he's putting it all on, uh, under the microscope.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point that you make. And I guess on the, on, the, on the positive, it's exciting time for Australian cricket, is it? If we see Will, uh, we've got Cameron Green, and obviously will play again, and he showed great maturity uh, in that second innings down in Melbourne. So if you've got Water and uh, Pekoski playing, and obviously Labuschagne and Smith are playing and Green's playing, that means one of Wade or Travis Head is not playing. Uh, for you, which one would you yep. keep in the side if, if that's the way they go?
1: Oh, I'd keep Matthew Wade. Um, and Travis just has to bide his time a bit longer. Um, so you know, and and I like the fact that um, he's he's been sort of uh, identified as potential leader in the future. So he doesn't have to be on the bench for long, but but he needs to really get his technique right and score big big runs when he gets starts. So I'd I'd be thinking Wadey. That batting lineup is not scaring India, right? And it and it wouldn't really scare uh, you know a good opposition. So they've got to step up here. Marnus has been uh, sort of a little bit patchy and, and risky the way he's batting Steve, as you've talked about, under the pump with these Indian tactics. Uh, Matthew Wade and Travis Head haven't done a whole lot. You, you know we're talking about the great maturity of Cameron Green. Well, that's finished now. He's a test cricketer. You, you know maturity's nothing. You, you need to play and perform, and otherwise, India will get on top of you as well. So, so he has to become a very valuable member of that top six. Payne's batting well at seven. Our bowlers are okay the way they've been batting. So so everyone's got to really lift here because their batting has been horrible. Um, and it's it's time. It's time to get it right.
0: Just with Travis Head, I mean, he's he's made some good scores for Australia. He's played some good cricket for Australia. What does he need to do to, to become a better test player? Is it shot selection? Is it some of the timings of his dismissals have been, I guess, costly for the team? When you look at him, what does he need to do to... to Take that next step and really cement his spot uh, in this Australian team.
1: Yeah, he's got to deliver hundreds. You know that—that's what they've got to do. And it might uh, be—I don't know what a good batsman uh, considers to be a good year. Maybe, maybe four hundreds in a twelve-month period. I'm—I'm not sure what that would be, but that's the sort of the benchmark. He has to find a benchmark that he's happy with. You know, whatever a, a good previous player did. Um, and copy it and, and go and emulate it. That, that's how you have to play. You have to deliver hundreds. And, uh, you know, I don't think any of them are doing that at the moment. So, so hopefully Warner can boost them a little bit. Marnus can get compact again and really dig in without, you know, playing pull shots and top edge hook shots and stuff like that. You know, with his 47 he made in Adelaide, he was dropped three or four times. So yep. that, that's not, uh, quality enough. Um, and Steve has to lift And Wadey, again, Wadey is another one He's been copping a lot of balls on the body um, Now that worked for him in the last test in England last year Where Jofra Archer peppered him And he made 100 So I uh, think he's got to get through those tough periods And go on and make triple figures as well So so yeah, the, you know Tim Payne got him out of a lot of trouble in Adelaide Our batting, our top six Has not been good enough
0: No, it certainly hasn't. We're speaking to Australian wicket-keeping. Great. Ian Healy in the build-up to the third test between Australia and India. Ian, from the Indians' point of view, it was a sensational response uh, in Melbourne, but we know they've got another injury now with Yadav, so no Yadav. Uh, Ishan Sharma's not here as well. Uh, Mohamed Shami's not here. Virat Kohli, of course, has gone home. Can they do it again? Can they rise again despite some more personnel problems, do you think?
1: Yeah, they can, definitely, and uh, they will... They'll hold no fears for playing in Sydney. Um, it really suits them. Uh, Ravi Ashwin and Jadeja. I think they finally picked the right spinners. Um, and <laughs> depend, depending on how it looks, they might pick another one. But but those two bowlers can bowl long, long periods and keep it really tight and not tire. So you know, and then their batsmen quite like it. Um, but batting against in these conditions, you know that there's no real spice in the pitch for our quicks, and they have to toil hard. Um, and you know that, you know, uh, I think Shubman Gill finally getting a go and showing everyone what he's capable of was outstanding. I like Rishabh Pant rather than Riddiman Saha uh, as the wicket keeper. He's a really gutsy, dangerous left-handed hitter down the order, um, who has thrown his wicket away a little bit, so he he might be ready to stick around as well. Um, and Rahani seems to be the a calm bloke they're, response, uh, they're responding to beautifully. Um, and, of course, Rohit Sharma comes back. So, you know, if it's a flat batting pitch and he gets away on you, he, he's like Virad, uh, what's say, SAWAG, you yeah. know? Um, he's Verinda. unbelievable. Yeah. He can be 200 by teeth. So, yeah, Virad and SAWAG. So, oh, yeah, they can they can rise again. Don't worry about these guys.
0: Yeah, he's an exciting talent for sure. Just finally, Ian, there's been a lot of debate about this test and where it should be played. And we saw yesterday the capacity's cut back to about 25% now at the SCG. Um are you comfortable this match is being played at the SCG? Do you think it's the right decision?
1: Uh, I, I was hopeful. I'm not sure what the right decision is. It's such a hard thing they've had to deal with, chopping and changing borders and and, uh, and having these teams come in and out. I, and, and the tradition of the New Year's test being at Sydney, it's nice. I, I'm glad Sydney have got a test and didn't miss out. Um, but I, my thinking was... Uh, because the borders are open between Melbourne and Queensland, um, you could come to Brisbane for this test and then go back to your hottest spot, which seems to be Sydney, and play that, that test last. Um, so that, that's what I was, I was hopeful of. I would really hope that playing this one in Sydney doesn't cost uh, the series a game in Brisbane yeah. um, because that's where Australia loves to play. Um, and, and if this one happens to be, you know, a draw, and I believe there's weather around, Mm. so if it happens to be a draw, come to Brisbane for the decider. That'll be something to, something to behold, you know? So, so, um, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, nothing, nothing untoward disrupts this series anymore.
0: Yeah, and for the Brisbane people as well. We don't want to see uh, the Gabba not get a test this summer. And, Ian, you're going to be part of the SEN commentary team uh, for that fourth test at the Gabba. So we certainly want it to be played uh, in Brisbane, doing some great things up (laughs) at SEN in Brisbane as well. Uh, Thanks for your time this afternoon, and uh, we look forward to touching base again soon.
1: Okay, thanks, Ian. It's a big week.